Good morning for Thursday, July 15, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Forming local forces to fight the Taliban. Democrats are trying to pursue a smaller energy package. The FDA panel votes for restrictions on diabetes drug. In this morning's national headlines, Gulf animal autopsies reveal only mystery. The immigrant list in Utah reveals private data, and Bristol Palin and Levi Johnston announced their engagement. In this morning's business news, Fed leaders show division over deflation. AIG chairman resigns, citing clashes with the chief, and Toyota concedes that flaws caused loss of control. There will, of course, be more business news, along with more national and world stories, a roundup from the action in sports, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Kabul by Alyssa Rubin. It's headlined, Forming Local Forces to Fight the Taliban. After intensive negotiations with NATO military commanders, the Afghan government on Wednesday approved a program to establish local defense forces that American military officials hope will help remote areas of the country thwart attacks by Taliban insurgents. Details of the plan are sketchy, but Americans had been promoting the force as a crucial stopgap to combat rising violence here and frustration with the slow pace of training permanent professional security forces, the bottom-line condition for the American military to begin pulling back from an increasingly unpopular war. Over 12 days of talks, General David Petraeus, the new NATO commander, overcame the objections of President Hamid Karzai, who had worried that the forces could harden into militias that his weak government could not control. In the end, the two sides agreed that the forces would be under the supervision of the Afghan Interior Ministry, which will also be their paymaster. They would not be militias, said Jeff Morrell, the Pentagon spokesman, at a briefing in Washington on Wednesday. It is, he added, a temporary solution to a very real near-term problem. The program borrows from the largely successful awakening groups that Petraeus created in Iraq. Unlike the Iraqi units, however, the Afghan forces would not be composed of insurgents who had switched sides. They would be similar as a lightly armed, trained and paid force in a nation starving for jobs. In fact, the program runs the risk of becoming too popular. It will create a demand in poor communities around the nation that could turn it into an unwieldy and ineffective job creation program. While some American officials said the forces could have as many as 10,000 people enrolled in them, Afghan officials indicated that they wanted to keep them small, especially in the beginning. Questions remain, too, about whether the Interior Ministry will be able to manage the forces. While the ministry's leadership in Kabul has been working recently to reduce graft, the police at every level are widely viewed as corrupt and in many places incompetent. American military officials said, however, that they would be intimately involved and that U.S. Special Forces units, which have created smaller-scale programs locally, especially in southern Afghanistan, would continue to set up and train the forces. The agreement was hammered out during a particularly violent spasm in the war here. Seven American service members were killed on Tuesday and Wednesday in southern Afghanistan, and one NATO soldier died of wounds suffered earlier in the week in the unstable south of the country. The negotiations were an early test for Petraeus, appointed overall commander in Afghanistan last month, both in pushing a difficult war forward and forging ties with Karzai, 
an often prickly and unpredictable partner against the Taliban. The relatively fast agreement on this new force could give momentum to the general's efforts to work closely with Karzai's government and move forward on other still harder issues, including improving Afghan governing skills and decreasing corruption.